Welcome to Defending Digital. I'm Chad Warner. I'd like to share with you tips from the book, The Internet, Our Children in Charge? Theory of Digital Supervision by Charlene E. Doak-Gebauer. I'll give you my review and summary of the book, and you may want to buy your own copy. This is a motivational and practical book about protecting kids online. The author pleads with parents to supervise their children online to reduce the risk of their becoming involved with child pornography as a victim, consumer, or producer. The book doesn't get into technical details of devices or software, though it does tell what to watch for and gives general steps to take to protect your kids. It would have been more helpful to include more technical details, or at least to tell parents where to find those details. Doke Gebauer presents her theory of digital supervision, which requires that parents be aware of the digital challenges your children face, supervise your children online, use internet filtering, and guide children to make wise decisions when online. She says, quote, we cannot depend on Facebook, social media, internet service providers, the government, and other platforms to protect our children. Parents are ultimately responsible for the safety of their children. Digital supervision will give adults the confidence and ability to engage in online, proactive child protection. We have to take back our children and avoid having the internet bring them up, consume, and leave them open to predation and other vulnerabilities, end quote. Doka Gebauer says that by practicing digital supervision, parents can detect cyberbullying, suicide threats, exposure to pornography, poor communication skills, depression, loneliness, predation, and grooming towards radicalization and violence. Doka Gebauer's message is powerful. She's clearly passionate about the topic, and that's understandable given what she's experienced. Her four-year-old niece was a victim of sexual abuse by a neighbor. The author herself was sexually assaulted by two different men when she was 15 and 21. And when she was a network administrator, she found child pornography on a computer that she was working on. In 2014, she formed the nonprofit Child Pornography Hertz, which was renamed in 2018 to Internet Sense First. One chapter includes a script of a play that teaches about the internet dangers such as predation. Much of the dialogue reads like adults trying to sound like kids, rather than how kids would naturally speak. That doesn't affect the lessons being taught, but it is a bit distracting. There are a couple of inaccuracies in the book. It says that gaming systems aren't covered by an internet filter, but there are filtering solutions that can cover gaming systems, such as OpenDNS. It also says that VPNs don't provide anonymity, but they do provide a level of anonymity by hiding a user's IP address. The author is Canadian, so some of the stats and laws referenced are specific to Canada. Those details still support the points the author makes for readers in other countries. Because this book focuses on child pornography and sexual abuse, please note that the book and my summary here are for mature readers. Now I'd like to go through the book chapter by chapter and give you my notes that I took as I was reading the book. From the chapter, Are Children in Charge? The theory of digital supervision is 1. Awareness. Understand the challenges faced every time a child is on a computer, phone, or gaming device, or other system. 2. Method. Take steps to supervise children, including using an internet filter. 3. Hope. Be committed to supervise your children. Forms of online predation include child predation, sex trafficking, domestic servitude, terrorist radicalization, forced labor, child labor, and forced marriage. Over 20% of adults and 80% of children are exposed to porn unintentionally. Quote, child pornography is part of the crime of human trafficking. Fighting child pornography is necessary for the protection of all children. End quote. From the chapter Supervision History, most children are not capable of making good decisions online by themselves. Most need adult supervision and guidance. 
from the chapter Parent slash Caregiver Concerns. Just as you would not give your car keys to a 12-year-old and let them drive around the city alone and unsupervised, you shouldn't allow your kids to travel the internet alone and unsupervised. From the chapter Theory of Digital Supervision Play. When your kids play online games, play the same games anonymously and observe their behavior. You can also make them aware that you're playing. Later, discuss with them what you observed. Have daily open communication with your children about their online activities. Always cover webcams when not in use. Lock down the privacy settings of all family Facebook accounts. Hide friend lists. Set everything to be visible only to friends. Frequently review privacy settings. Disable geolocation in Snapchat to prevent your child's location from being publicized. Consider mirroring your child's phone to your computer or phone to monitor their activity. Consider having your child's emails copied or forwarded to you for monitoring. From the chapter Code Words for Child Safety, some stats on sexual offenses committed towards children from Statistics Canada. 88% were committed by someone known to the victim. 12% were committed by a stranger. Of the known acquaintances, 44% were an acquaintance of the victim or their family. 38% were a family member. 6% were an intimate partner of a parent. Of victims aged 0 to 3, 66% were victimized by a family member. Most sexual abuse of children occurs in private residences. Most sexual offenders are male. Teach your kids to ask for a code word when someone says they were sent by you. Kids should ask for the code word even from family members. From the chapter Child on Child Sexual Assault. Filters can't block all content and bad behavior, so use them along with supervision rather than in place of it. Have open lines of communication with children. Explain the difference between appropriate and inappropriate pictures. Ensure that your children feel okay to openly discuss their online experiences with you. From the chapter The Dark Web. If you see signs that your child is accessing the dark web, such as using the Tor browser, investigate. From the chapter Details About Grooming, these are some of the signs of grooming. 1. Excessive time on the internet. 2. Insisting that they be given time and freedom. 3. Angry outbursts when not allowed online. 4. Keeping their online activities secret. 5. Turning the screen off when an adult enters the room. 6. Using sexual language that's beyond their age level, but realize they could be learning it offline. And 7. Isolating themselves from the family for no good reason. From the chapter Cyberbullicide and Nudes. In Canada, it's illegal to share an intimate picture of an adult or child without their consent. Most countries consider anyone under the age of 18 a child. Pictures of nude children or images of a sexually exploitive nature may be considered child pornography by law enforcement. From the chapter Personal Body Safety. Teach your child that body parts that their bathing suit covers are not to be seen, touched, or photographed by others. Teach your child not to touch others in those areas. Teach your child that touching means any contact, not only touching with hands. One in three girls and one in seven boys will be sexually abused before the age of 18. Steps for discussing potential abuse with your child. Step one, calmly discuss the incident with the child. Ask, when did it start? How much information has been shared? Have pictures been shared? Were they nudes? Did you receive nudes, pictures, or porn? 2. Establish the extent of the situation. 3. Block all suspected abusers and websites. 4. 
review the internet history on, on the involved devices. 5. Gather relevant evidence. 6. Remain calm and realize that your child may resist your help because they trust the predator. 7. Contact the police to have the predator traced if possible. Don't try to deal with the predator yourself. They could be part of organized crime. And 8. Find effective counseling for your child. Teach children how pictures can be taken and with what types of devices. From the chapter, details about cell phones. You are legally responsible for any device that you purchase, including what's done with it and the content it accesses or contains. Watch for phones and other devices that your kids may acquire and use without your knowledge to hide their activity. You can identify them by checking the devices that connect to your router. If you want to monitor all typing that's done on a device, and possibly more activity, you can install a keylogger. You should still manually check the device. If possible, use a keylogger that does not capture passwords for security. You can create a technology contract with your child, which outlines your rules and consequences. Some rules to consider in your contract. One, don't take the device into bedrooms or bathrooms. Two, no nudes, which are nude photos. Three, no strangers as friends. Five, four, no sharing personal information. And five, no sharing the device with others. From the chapter, security and training children. All parental controls have limited efficacy. Use them for young children, but realize that as children mature, they'll learn how to get around software. Set parental controls on gaming systems and to check gaming history. From the chapter, child pornography survivor, Paul. Signs of sexual abuse include hypersexuality, which is sexual touch or activity beyond their age, and aversion to all touching. Jeff, from the chapter, Jeff Gray, retired police officer. Um, so a quote from this chapter, Charlene asks, and if they deliver it and it is a nude of a person under the age of 18, they are in contravention of the Canadian Criminal Code, correct? And then Jeff, the retired police officer, answers, quote, yes, that is right. Once they have shared a picture with someone else, it is then distribution and production of child pornography, depending on the age of the person in the picture, end quote. From the chapter, Sarah Lay's registered psychotherapist, signs of child porn victimization include one, the child not being themselves, two, the child being overly compliant, three, the child being defiant, and four, the child having outbursts of anger. From the chapter, Concluding Statements, teach your children that they may not erase browsing history. Teach your kids that you're monitoring the device for their protection. Periodically, check photos and videos on all devices. At night, turn off the router or unplug the network cable. If possible, keep the router in your bedroom so kids can't turn it on at night. See what open Wi-Fi networks are available from your home. Ask your neighbors to secure these to prevent kids and others from using them for nefarious purposes. Disable geolocation, which is location tracking, on all devices to prevent the child's location from being available to predators. Don't give your router password or Wi-Fi password to your child to prevent them from connecting secret devices. Teach your children to respect others online and in person. Teach them to practice kindness, love, empathy, mercy, and sympathy. Regularly talk to your kids about safety, predation, sharing personal information, gaming only with people they know, etc. Love your children, be compassionate to them, and guide them. If you found the summary helpful, then you can read the book. Again, the title is The Internet, Our Children in Charge, Theory of Digital Supervision. And the author is Charlene E. Doak-Gabauer. You can find links to that in the blog post that goes along with this episode at defendingdigital.com. 
I do also have additional books about internet safety and digital parenting on the resources page at defendingdigital.com resources. What you should do. Here are the top tips I've selected from this book. One, don't allow your kids to use the internet alone and unsupervised. Two, when your kids play online games, play the same games and observe their behavior. Later, discuss with them what you observed. Three, have daily open communication with your children about their online activities. Four, always cover webcams when they're not in use. Five, lock down the privacy settings of all social media accounts in your family. Set everything to be visible only to friends. Frequently review privacy settings. Six, consider mirroring your child's phone to your phone or computer to monitor their activity. Seven, teach your kids to ask for a code word when someone, even a family member, says they were sent by you. Eight, if you see signs that your child is accessing the dark web, such as using the Tor browser, investigate. Nine, watch your kids for signs of grooming, which were uh, I described earlier. 10. Teach your kids that nude photos or videos of minors may be considered child pornography by law enforcement. 11. Teach your kids that body parts that their bathing suit covers are not to be seen, touched, or photographed by others. 12. If you suspect that your child has been abused, follow the steps that I described earlier. 13. Watch for phones and other devices where your kids may acquire and use without your knowledge to hide their activity. You can identify them by checking the devices that are connected to your router. 14. Create a technology contract with your child, which outlines your rules and consequences. 15. Realize that all parental controls have limited efficacy. Use them for young children, but realize that as children mature, they'll likely learn how to get around the software. 16. Set parental controls on gaming systems. 17. Periodically check photos and videos on all devices. 18. Consider turning off your router at night to prevent your kids from using it. Ensure that no open Wi-Fi networks are accessible from your house. 19. Disable geolocation, which is location tracking, on all devices. 20. Don't give your router password or Wi-Fi password to your child to prevent them from connecting secret devices. 21. Teach your children to respect others online and in person. And 22. Regularly talk to your kids about safety, predation, sharing personal information, gaming only with people they know, etc. Again, you can learn more about internet safety and digital parenting at defendingdigital.com. Now, if you are enjoying the podcast, I would love it if you would take a minute to open up the app or site that you're using to listen to the podcast, and there you can leave a rating and review. Um, also appreciate it if you would recommend the podcast to a friend who's interested in internet safety and security and digital parenting. Thank you.